Welcome to You Need Therapy, the Happy People podcast, or in more realistic terms, the mental health podcast for young adults. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of You Need Therapy. I am so glad you're all here. Um, it is a beautiful, the sun just, it was actually, it started out cloudy today, but the sun just started to come out, which makes me very happy. Um, but happy Monday, if you're listening to this when it comes out. If not, happy whatever day of the week it is for you. Um, if you are new here, my name is Emily, and I am here to help with all the mental health ups and downs that come with life. Um, a quick disclaimer, I have no training and or qualifications in mental health, therapy, psychology, any of that kind of stuff. Um, but I do have my own experience with mental health and I have all the tools that I've collected over the years through therapy, through other podcasts, through reading, and I've kind of learned how to how to properly deal with my mental health and I've gotten onto the more positive side of it. So I'm just here to share what I've learned and, and you know, what I use to really help and, you know, here to here to share it and hopefully help at least one person. As long as we do that, then my goal is complete with this podcast. Um, if you are not new here, thank you so much for continuing to come back. Your support means the absolute world to me. And I love you all so much. Um, before we get into the episode, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to all the ladies today. Because if you did not know, it is International Women's Day today. So yeah, happy, happy International Women's Day to all those badass ladies out there. We're all so awesome and I hope you all remember that today and every day and remember to embrace your femininity and and empower yourself and the other women around you and just continue to be you because you are super duper awesome. And yeah, so I just wanted to give a quick happy International Women's Day to everyone and yeah, now we're going to get into the episode. So if you are new here, I start each episode with the, I call it the life breakdown. Um, That's just me sharing what's kind of been going on in the past week since the last episode. And as always, if you want to share what's been going on in your life and just kind of talk about it and just if something super exciting is happening, that was like really, if something super exciting is happening, there we go. We got it. Um, in your life, then feel free to message me on Instagram. My Instagram is always linked in the description of the episode as well as the description of the podcast. Feel free to shoot me a message on there and just say hey, share what's going on with your life, and just talk. I love making new friends. Uh, we love internet friends. Uh, so yeah, so I'm gonna get into my life breakdown now. So if you listened to last week's episode, I talked about um, the fact that I had call a callback for um, a, a film on Wednesday, that last Wednesday. Um, the callbacks went super well, uh, really great actually. I was super happy with how those went. The people were all super nice. I loved all the people that I got to talk with and meet and that was super great. Uh, yeah, I love, I, I was super nervous. I'm always super nervous, but they're always so much, so much fun. Um, what else was going on? I have, ooh, so again, if you were here last week for last week's episode, um, I talked about that 
the people I nanny for, unfortunately, are moving. Um, so I don't have that nanny job anymore. So I'm having to find a new one. And I have an interview for a new nanny job this Tuesday, which is tomorrow. I know what day of the week it is. Um, so yeah, I have that interview tomorrow, which I'm excited for. It seems like a pretty, pretty easy, easy job, you know, easy way to make money. So I'm excited for that. Um, the mom was really nice when I was talking to her. So we love nice people. I love nice people. If you're nice, literally, you're, you're my favorite. Um, what else is going on? Oh, so so if you have been following along in the podcast, you would know that I am moving soon. And I'm really excited for that. But my mom and I spent like literally two or three hours on Saturday. We didn't do much else that day. Um, but we spent like two or three hours on Saturday just on Zillow looking for places to live, which, oh my gosh, I love looking at houses. It's so much fun. I just, uh, and that's how, that's how I know I'm becoming an adult is like, I adore looking at listings on Zillow. Um, (laughs) yeah, that was so fun though. It's exciting to, to think about where we're going to be living soon and yeah, so that's really awesome. And then something that was super exciting on Saturday as well, other than looking at houses, was that our movie theaters are open. I have capacity. You obviously have to wear masks still. It's all super safe, but the movie theaters are open again. And so my mom and I got to go see a movie. And that was the first time in quite some time that I've been to a movie theater. And it was so much fun oh my goodness I always like forget how much I love movies but then not being able to go that go to it for such a long time I just oh love the movie theaters love the feeling it's so much fun uh we saw chaos walking which if you're a Tom Holland fan he's in that and he is really good in that um we love we love it um yeah so that was pretty much my week last week and my weekend uh, it was a really good week, very productive, super happy, really fun. Uh, yeah, it was really great. Again, if you want to share your life breakdown with me, whatever's going on, feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram, and I will always reply to those. And might not be fast because I am trying to be on my own less, but I will respond to those. Um, so yeah, feel free to share those. And now I think we're going to get into the, the actual episode, the, the meat of the episode, if you will. Um, so if you did not read the title of the podcast episode, that this episode is based around anxiety. And I decided I kind of started to want to do a kind of little series, if you will, of talking about different mental health issues. Um, and talking about how, you know, so like for anxiety, we're talking about like how anxiety is different from just like worrying or stressing. Um, and I was thinking of like doing depression and how that depression is different from just like being sad and kind of going into like deep into what it is and and then how to kind of cope with it. Um, so this is going to be the first of that. So we're going to be talking about anxiety and getting into kind of that and how to cope with it. Um, I am definitely someone who deals with anxiety. Um, It's definitely under control a lot better now that I've learned the tools that I need for it um, and how to use those tools. But it definitely used to be, I I mean, I definitely still struggle with it to this day. Um, And I definitely 
it definitely used to be a lot worse. So I'm very grateful that it's not as bad as it used to be. But I definitely just still struggle with it. So we're going to go through it together in today's episode. So first, I wanted to give the literal definition of anxiety. Um, and this is all from Mayo Clinic. Um, so anxiety, a mental health disorder characterized by feelings of worry, anxiety, or fear that are strong enough to interfere with one's daily activities, i.e. panic attacks, OCD, and PTSD. So that definition and those things are from, I got them from Mayo Clinic. Most of what I'm talking about today, if it has a source, it's from Mayo Clinic, um, which I really like them. They're really reliable. Um, so yeah, so that, I think the key part of that definition of anxiety is that it's strong enough to interfere with one's daily activities. And this definitely used to be something that I struggled with a lot, and that was mainly panic attacks. Um, I would get terrible, like they would just kind of stop my whole life to the point where in high school I'd have to like email teachers because I wasn't going to get an assignment into them the next day. Um, because it just completely took over everything and it was, they were really scary, but I think that's, that's the really key part of the definition of anxiety and kind of what differentiates it from just like being worried is that it interferes with one's daily activities. You know, it makes you maybe not want to go out. It makes you just like, you just can't do anything but lie in bed. So that's, I feel like a very, very important part of that. So, that's the literal definition of anxiety. Um, Now, let's talk about worry versus anxiety. So, I looked it up, what the difference between worry and anxiety is. And this is from henryford.com. says, worry is usually short-term. There's a concerning situation that you worry about. Worry prods you to use problem-solving skills to address your concerns. Anxiety is persistent even when concerns are unrealistic. So again, the big thing of that is that anxiety is more long-term and more persistent than just worrying. So worrying is like, like, oh my gosh, like I have this homework assignment that, you know, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can do it well. I don't know how to do it or I have to get it done by this time. Like there's things you worry about that are short-term and again, it's that using, it, it prods you to, to use problem-solving skills to address the concerns. Anxiety is that persistent, even when things, like, even when you can logically think through your issues and, and tell yourself that this isn't a big deal, this isn't important, it's still, it won't help with the anxiety, that you'll still have that anxiety over that. And that's the brain attacking you and and making you is not making you but your brain is blowing everything out of proportion and you can't do anything about it um which I would do a lot that was my big thing was that I would get anxiety over things that weren't realistic over things that I knew weren't actual issues but I still I didn't have any control over I I was still getting anxiety over them Um, so, and anxiety, I also wanted to, to touch on this, was that anxiety can, it has a lot of times physical tics, so, like, they they talk about how, you know, there's panic attacks, there's OCD, my, um, anxiety tic that I would get would be picking at my, there's, so, like, the, the skin around your thumbs, I pick at that when I get really bad anxiety, 
Um, but it would be like picking to it where the point it was like they would be deep and I would start bleeding. Um, and so I want to kind of touch on that, that anxiety can get bad enough to where there's those, those tick, you don't even think about it. Um, you know, chewing your nails can be another one. Uh, I know I had a couple different friends actually that their anxiety tick was picking at their eyelashes. Um, and you know, when you have these things that you do because of your anxiety, you do them and then they can cause more anxiety, which is, it's just kind of this endless, really persistent cycle um, that it takes a lot of, of, I mean, it takes a long time of working with tools that you get in your toolbox to, to truly ever cope with it and get a better coping mechanism than, you know, maybe what you're doing now and I will say even though I have tools in my toolbox and I've learned to cope with my anxiety a lot better I still do my anxiety tick where like I pick at my fingers it's just I can't it's like an anxiety tick mixed with a bad habit and I just can't break it um but I'm working on it and if you are working on breaking your bad anxiety tick as well I'm super proud of you and we can do this together Um, so now that we've talked about the definition of anxiety as well as worry versus anxiety, I want to talk about some coping techniques. So, um, and these are all from Mayo Clinic again. Um, so the first one that they talked about was self-care. Um, and these are, you know, your typical things like, I mean, whatever self-care truly looks like for you, um, you know, if it's doing a face mask, if it's going on a walk, if it's reading a book, if it's lighting a candle, if it's eating a comfort food, you know, there's all things that, of there's different things of self-care that it's whatever you like that's gonna, you know, it's a, an enjoyable activity that's gonna put you in a better mood. Um, some things that Mayo Clinic suggested to help with anxiety are as follows. So the first one was um, avoiding alcohol because alcohol can um, heighten your anxiety, which makes sense. Um, Reducing caffeine. Caffeine is a big anxiety um, inducer. I know some friends who, it doesn't really affect me, that doesn't affect my anxiety, but I definitely have a few friends who caffeine makes them really anxious. So if you can reduce caffeine or avoid caffeine, that'll definitely help. Um, getting physical exercise is another great thing that helps with kind of reducing anxiety or helping cope with it. Um, because when you get some physical exercise in that releases endorphins and those, those are the happy, the happy drug. Um, so that's always good. If you, um, are smoking, quitting smoking can be a big help to reducing anxiety. Um, and then relaxation techniques like meditation or yoga, those are big helps for me. Um, meditation, and I know it's so hard to meditate. Can we just talk about that for a second? It's so hard to meditate. Like, especially, I feel like if you're a person with anxiety because your brain is just running so fast and you can't, like, meditation is all about calming your thoughts and, and focusing on your breathing and kind of just, like, getting your mind to run blank, but I don't know about you, but my mind, I just have so many thoughts about all these random things. And so when I try to meditate, and I'm getting better at it, I'm learning. But when I try to meditate, my brain just keeps talking at me. And I'm like, oh my goodness, stop it. But it is a really 
I think to even because for me one of the big things with my anxiety would be my panic attacks and you know that's my my breathing would get would be a big kind of factor of it and getting me more worked up because my breathing would get faster and then eventually I couldn't breathe because I was trying to breathe so fast and it was all just kind of a chain reaction and so when I can do my breathing exercises or or meditate it really helps and that was something my therapist actually talked with me about when she was giving me tools to help with my anxiety attacks was you know breathing exercises there's a bunch of different exercises that you can do um there there's a bunch online if you just look up breathing exercises for panic attacks um there's like there's you know anything ranging from just like just in out like meditation to you know the the counting um breathing exercise where it's like in for a certain number and you hold it and then out for a certain number there's a lot so if you just look those up on um, the internet they have lists and those are big time helpers for anxiety for panic attacks is focusing on that breathing and meditation is gonna be a great one for that and then yoga because that's also focusing on your breathing as well as it's a form of exercise so it's going to be releasing endorphins at the same time so that's definitely a big relaxing relaxation technique that I would suggest um for a coping mechanism with anxiety um another one is stress management because I feel that stress is typically what leads into anxiety for all of us and I know we're all stressed I know in the time that we are living in it is quite stressful although we are slowly getting a little more back to normal it looks like which is always exciting but it's still all stressful as students it's stressful when you're in school and you're trying to balance your life and and schoolwork and and everything else you know when you're an adult and you're focusing on a job or if you're focusing on a job and school it's all crazy and it all gets really stressful and life moves so fast that I think we forget to stop for a minute and just you know try to find an enjoyable activity um to to do so you know if you're getting stressed if you're you know working or if you're doing school make sure you're taking breaks and doing something you like if that's just scrolling on your phone for a few minutes if that's going out on a walk if it's you know maybe watching a show watching a youtube video eating a a snack or a meal that you really like you know drinking some water Whatever it is that is going to, you know, you can take a break and do something that you enjoy that's going to kind of take your stress levels down is a big help to, to one, getting that stress to calm down and, and hopefully get a little more under control and thus leading to getting the anxiety a little more under control. So make sure you're taking breaks throughout your day and it's not just go, go, go. I know, I know we all have stuff to do and I know life is... We do not have enough hours in the day, but definitely try to, even if it's just for like three minutes, I think we can all afford a three minute break, right? Yeah. Yes, we can. You deserve a break. Make sure you tell yourself that. Make sure you tell yourself that and make sure you don't like beat yourself up for taking time to enjoy yourself for self-care. I feel like that's always, I feel like that's like kind of beaten into our brains in school is that it's like. If you're taking time for yourself, if you're relaxing, you're being lazy and you should feel like ashamed for doing that. And I know I did that for so long. If I, you know, was working hard and I needed a nap, like 
I would, I would try to push through, but then I would end up falling asleep because I needed a nap because my body was tired. And then I would end up waking up and I would feel so guilty because I was like, oh my gosh, I wasted time. I was lazy. I should be ashamed, but you shouldn't be ashamed. So what? Freaking school. You don't shame on you for telling kids that it makes them lazy to take a breath, to take a break for themselves and, you know, spend time focusing on themselves and doing self-care and relaxing. Like, yeah, it's good to be productive in the day and you should always try to be productive in the day and you should try to get like what you need done. But you should also take breaks because your body needs it. You can't, we're not robots. We can't work straight through the day without stopping. That's not how it works. That's how they want it to work, but it's not how it works. It's not how the human body works. So take breaks without feeling shame for taking breaks because you need breaks. And that's my little tangent slash rant on school making it seem like it's bad that. But yeah, sorry. That was my that was my little tangent slash rant, but take breaks and don't feel ashamed to take breaks because you need it and you deserve it. Always remember that. <laughs> um, okay, so the second coping technique that Mayo Clinic suggested was therapy, which I think is kind of what we always think about when we think of anxiety and how to cope with it. And therapy is a big one. And therapy is a super helpful one if you are ready for that. If you're not, it's not going to be helpful. So don't push yourself until you feel absolutely ready to go to therapy. But if you do, therapy is a really great option. Um, You can do it in person or online. There's tons of options for both. Just do research. Um, If you're wanting to do in person, just do research of kind of who is in your area and what therapists and try a couple different out because you need to feel absolutely comfortable with the therapist that you choose. If you're feeling uncomfortable with them, it's not going to work out with them. It's not going to do its job the way it's supposed to. Um, For online, there's tons of options. Um as well which is super helpful because you know you don't necessarily have to have to be talking like face to face with someone because I know that can be really nerve-wracking and just add to anxiety um definitely did the first time I went to therapy but there are tons of online options which is super great um and there's a couple different types of therapies actually um which I didn't know I was just I was doing my research while I was planning the episode yesterday and there are a couple different types of therapy um so the first one is called cognitive behavioral therapy which is a type of talk therapy and that talk therapy is kind of that what we think of when we think of therapy it's that sitting with a therapist and and talking but it's a type of that that focuses on modifying negative thoughts and behaviors that are associated with psychological distress um so it it kind of is a type of therapy that is focusing on on changing that mindset and it's focusing specifically on that so that's cognitive behavioral therapy so again do research on on the therapist for that in your area if that's something that interests you the second they actually listed um was meditation as a form of therapy which I absolutely agree with I think that meditation is definitely a form of therapy because it's focusing on that breathing it's focusing you know, you have to focus on like slowing your thoughts and, and maybe when you're sitting with those thoughts, you can try to, you know, change the mindset of them, change them to a more positive view. So definitely, again, if you haven't tried meditating, I would definitely absolutely 100% recommend trying meditation. Uh, it's, it's really great. 
Um, And then the last type of therapy is psychotherapy, which is that typical talk therapy that you always think about um, when you think of therapy. It's that sitting down with a therapist in a room for an hour and just talking about about your issues and they talk back with, with, um, you know, tools and and things to help. Um, And yeah, so that's, that's your typical kind of therapy and that's the third option. That's the kind of therapy that I go to. I really like it. Um, I really get along with my therapist and... So yeah, if that's definitely something you're interested in, again, do research on the people in your area. And then, you know, do some, go go around and try out, try out a couple different therapists. Um, the third option with coping with anxiety was medication. And, you know, this is, there's tons of different medications that you can talk to your doctor about going on, if whether it's antidepressants, whether it's they had listed a bunch of different, and it was all super big doctor talk, and I didn't write them down. I forgot to, but there's a bunch of different medications that you can talk to a doctor about going on for anxiety. And the big thing that I wanted to stress on this coping technique was not feeling ashamed of of going on medication for mental health disorders, because that is such a thing that is looked down upon in society, and it's such a big taboo. And I hate that because you know, sometimes you get to a point in life where your serotonin needs to be synthetic. It needs to be medicated. And there is no shame in that. There is nothing wrong with that because sometimes life is really fucking hard. And it's okay if you need to go on medication to help with that, to to help make you feel better. Because yes, it is hopefully a temporary, you know, option and, and hopefully... It helps you get to a better mindset to where eventually you don't need it. But if you need it, then you need it. And there's nothing ashamed with that. Like, there's nothing to be ashamed of. And so if you need to go on medication or if you are on medication for some sort of mental health disorder, for anxiety, for depression, don't ever feel embarrassed of that. Because there's nothing wrong with that. Because everyone needs to go on medication for something for some, you know, I don't, I've never truthfully understood the, the, the taboo of it because I feel like it's the same of when you're sick and you need to go like on an antibiotic. Sometimes your body, yes, while the body is amazing and it's, it's meant to heal you, sometimes it needs help. And so, you know, it's the same as, as when you're sick and you need an antibiotic because your body can't fight off this this virus alone, it needs a little help. So that's the same with when you have to take medications for for anxiety or for depression. It's when your brain, it can't fight off this feeling by itself. It can't get to a better mindset by itself. So you need a little help. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. So I just, I really, I don't want any of you to feel ashamed if this is an option that you need or or it's an option that you're currently on because there is nothing wrong with that and I just really wanted to stress that because it is a fine option and this is a fine coping technique for when you're in the really really hard parts of it because yeah the self-care is when you're like it's mild right then the therapy is when okay yeah it's it's getting bad but it's not I think I can talk through this with someone. Sometimes it gets to the point where, yeah, this shit sucks. And I am like rock bottom. This is, I can't find a way out. 
there's no reason to feel ashamed for getting it's it's like you're getting a, a you know a life a, what is it called um it's when they throw out like a, a thing in the ocean off the boat if you're like out in the water a not a life jacket a, but I don't remember the word but you know it's we'll call it a life rope I like yeah lifeline sure yeah Anyway, it's, it's when you need a little help because you feel that you're sinking. And there's nothing wrong with that. So, you know, society with your taboo on, on medications, fuck you. And, and you know, if anyone ever gives you crap for being on some sort of medication for mental health disorder, tell them to go suck it. Because, one, it's not their life. This has nothing to do with them. It affects them in no way. How on earth does that affect anyone else? It's your life. You do with it what you feel that you need to do. And don't let anyone make you feel bad for doing what you need to do. And yeah, because uh, I hate Anyway, I kind of went off on a little tangent slash rant again. But I just really wanted to emphasize that you should not feel any shame or embarrassment if you need to take a medication for your mental health. Because like I said, sometimes you need that help. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. But that was the third coping technique that Mayo Clinic um, wrote down as, as kind of, it was, it was under their, their treatments. So yeah, that was their third treatment and or coping technique. Um, I, like I said, I've done all the self-care stuff. I've done the therapy and I, I am fortunate enough to, I have gotten my tools and I have learned how to properly use them and I have gotten to the much more positive side of my mental health, which I am so fortunate for. And I'm hoping through this that I can help all of you get to that that point in your mental health where you're looking on the positive side and you're, you know, you're not feeling like you're sinking because I know that feeling and that feeling is one, it's really scary. And two, it's, it just sucks. I mean, it sucks to feel that, and so I'm hoping that you know, today's episode of, of talking about what anxiety is and, and how to cope with it, I hoped, I hoped, I hope this helped um, in any sort of way, and even if it's just helped one person, then I feel that my job is done, um, and yeah, and always, always remember that you matter, that you are so loved, that there is so much good in life if you are looking for it. Just always remember that. Always remember. And if you haven't been told this yet today, you are so loved. I loved you. I love you. I can't talk today. I love you. There are so many people that love you. You matter so much. This world would not be the same if you weren't here. It would be completely different. And so that's something to remember that you are so important and you are a very vital piece to this world and how everything works and that you wouldn't be here if you weren't meant to be here and if you weren't so important and so vital in the universe so you're here you're meant to be here please stay here please Keep fighting if you are in a bad spot. I am always here to talk. Like I said, my Instagram is always linked. So feel free to shoot me a message if you're 
if you're struggling and you need some help, if you're going through a really good part of your life and you just want to share and talk about it and have a new friend, absolutely talk to me about that. If you need someone to just listen, if you need maybe some help, I'm always here to talk. Just shoot me that message and I will I will respond to you as quickly as I can because I, I want to talk to you all and I want to help out everyone that I possibly can as much as I possibly can. And yeah, always remember how absolutely incredible and absolutely loved that you are. Thank you guys for listening in to today's episode and I will talk to you next week.